You're listening to a CanadianMovieCrew.com production. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 is the story of the Ninja Turtle foursome traveling back to ancient Japan. Or is it? Welcome back to the Yours at Movie Podcast, where we try to find the real story behind the story. I'm Derek. Cowabunga dudes. <laughs> I mean, Mark. <laughs> and of course, today we're taking a look at Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. Um, this one actually came when I got it. It had a, uh, a tagline of, what was it the, the scrolls of death or the death scrolls? The sacred scroll of death. What? Which is not the official tagline. No. This movie does not have an official tagline. Uh, many people think it does have a tagline. A lot of people think it's Teenage Mutant Turtles 3 Turtles in Time. It's not. Well, I'm, I'm looking at a poster on IMDb that says the turtles are back, dot, 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 in time. Yeah, that was the tagline. But there's no official um, yeah, sequel, it's not a sequel subtitle. name. Yeah, subtitle. Thank you. Yeah, it's not. It's not like Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back. It's yeah. no. It's just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. Like it's yeah, yeah. What they're thinking of is the video game Turtles in Time. Turtles yeah. in Time, which is Turtles four. Turtles in Time uh, on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. As well as time travel shenanigans from the comic books, the TV shows. I think even the Palladium game system did it. You know. Well, this one is actually based on uh, on one of the later comic books. Um, kind of, sort of. Yeah, sort but, of. But um, and don't forget, this is the third Turtles movie in three years. Was it three years? I thought it was ninety ninety. The first one. Ninety. Well, yeah, okay, so sorry, four years. Yeah. Three feature films in four years. Yeah, and you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> and also, they uh, it wasn't too long after this, they launched a TV show. Well, uh, there was one already on by now. Uh, a live-action TV show. Oh, well, yes, that's true. Yeah, with the fifth turtle, Venus. Yes. Yeah, that was part of my... Um... My trivia here. Uh, it was originally supposed to be a fourth movie called TMNT: The Next Mutation, which was later adapted into the into the Fox into the TV, TV show. So, yeah, the Next Mutation was yeah. They introduced the female turtle, which in this in the TV show the story was that she was separated from the others at birth and yes. just kind of had to. She had a different upbringing. And she had turtle tits. Yeah. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she did. They kind of kept that. They weren't huge, but it was nope. just enough to tell her to from... Tell. tell her apart from the boys. The, uh, so. you know, the light blue didn't give it away, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. What was I'm her kind of surprised I didn't go with pink. Like, What was her weapon? Her... Oh, God. I can't remember now. Oh, yeah, and she had magic, too. She was discovered by a shinobi magician. She was discovered by a shinobi magician. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was took, her weapon. Took her to China, where she raised her as a daughter named Mai Pei Chi. 
And she also trained the art of Shinobi, which is basically ninjutsu, I think. Okay. Well, back to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. Yeah. Um, overall, Mark, your thoughts on this one? Well, I, 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 I'm a Turtle fan, so, you know, the idea of watching it was like, oh, that's that's okay. But at the same time, I was just like, <laughs> why? <laughs> why this, you know? Yeah. To be honest, I know I've, I've it, but the the principal story was like a kind of an interesting idea, one off adventure. Yeah, watching it again uh, in twenty twenty one, the only time I ever watched it was I think when I first watched it when I rented it, you know, as a video. Yeah, same um, here. I don't think it's as bad as I remember it. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not good. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think it's the horrible monstrosity that I remember it being. It, it it does sort of like go from this this logical spot of like, okay, well, we have this concept. It's too dark for kids. We lighten it up in 87. We finally make the jump to live action in 1990. This is where it was going. Because if you go back to the 1991, although it has some serious parts, it's just as silly. They're high five and then cowabunga-ing and whatever. It's just I'll they got you, in shit for that first one. <laughs> I, I rewatched the first two and I and uh, just recently and mm-hmm. um, I enjoyed them. Uh, you know they're not perfect, but I enjoyed them. This one I kind of I don't know. This one's not good. The special effects are terrible. The budget is obviously way worse. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not Jim Henson, so the costumes are much worse than they were before. Um, but uh, you know what? I got to say about those costumes, I will say it is still impressive the moves they can pull off in those costumes. Of the actual fighting, yes. The actual, yeah, like like high-ass kicks that you got to train to be able to do, they can do in those costumes. Like, <laughs> I've trained and can barely do the high kicks. I can't yeah. imagine wearing this rubber suit and then still being able to fight effectively, and yet they somehow pull it off. Yeah, like this. Yeah, for that I'll give you. Um, but oh, the animatronics in the mouth, oh, making yeah. the words fit, and and doesn't it, work. I noticed this time around. No, it's because uh, since I last watched this, I've scrutinized I don't know how many movies with you. Yes, both on or is it or film studies. The ADR was super apparent that oh. a lot of these guys are saying their lines when their backs are turned to the camera. The ADR <laughs> is awful. And yeah. not just for the turtles. Oh, for everybody. It's yeah. for everybody. Even April Except O'Neil, me- who speaks English. Yeah, and, and but yeah, but I mean, you can only imagine that they couldn't probably catch, you know, capture the sound properly out in the middle of some forest somewhere where they built a... Uh, you know, a, a replica of, a, or partial replica of an ancient, you know, Japanese temple or castle. Well, I don't know. Uh, it just, with the budget that low, I can see where they're like, shit, we, I'm sorry, we didn't catch that word. A gust of wind blew up, and so we didn't, we didn't hear your sentence. <laughs> so, yeah, I you guess. have to come in to do ADR, you know. Chet set off the cannon at the wrong time, so we missed her line, you know, <laughs> like, and uh, the, like the fir- one of the, my first notes is uh, so we open our movie with a chase through you know on a beach which looks rather picturesque and oh um, everything's very tinted red because you know 
Japan is the land of the rising sun and their flag <laughs> has a giant red dot on it. So get it? Get it? Yeah. It's it, they would like this for chi- for Japan and for Russia. You know what I mean? Like that's how they <laughs> get it. And yeah. Um well, before we get too far, we should welcome back well, welcome mm-hmm. to the show Stuart Wilson, uh Sab Shimono and Vivian mm-hmm. Wu. Uh, welcome back, of course, all the turtles, but also Elias Coteus. Is it Coteus? 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 I don't know. I don't know. I've never heard it. Paige Turco, of course, from the they're from the two previous movies, and John A. Uh, one one of the two previous movies. Each. Uh, Paige Turco was not the original April O'Neil. No, she was from two, but Elias was from one. Elias, yes, Elias was was from one for sure. Uh, and John Alward, uh, Al Alward, uh, he played uh, the bumbling idiot that got wet willied. Oh yes, Niles. He's uh, what basically a character actor these days. Yeah, or? he was in. Which one was he in? That's a, just oh, visiting. He, yeah. Okay. Okay. Just visiting. We did. Uh, a million ways to die in the West. We didn't do, but still, uh, it's uh, a guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah, he's had an okay like TV career since. He's been on some pretty, pretty high like, like I mean, we're talking like part, uh, parts on Mad Men, which is like a highly acclaimed show, and uh, Shameless, Yellowstone, which is still getting a lot of acclaim. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, the sword fighting. Okay. On the horseback. Um, yes. Um, I want to say it's less sword fighting and more touching tips. Allow me to read to you my notes as to take <laughs> okay. it down from that level a bit. All right. Uh, the sword fighting on the horses looks like how my buddies used to fight with paper towel rolls. That's how... <laughs> yes. That's It was very reminiscent of like, oh, I've had this fight before. Or when mom, you know, you, you can't wait for mom to reach the end of the Christmas paper wrapping. To get yes. the longer the longer tube, now you've got a sword, right? You got a long sword, and that's how we used to fight with those. The same way these guys are doing on horseback, it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It didn't look uh, it didn't look good at all. No, no. It was like, uh, and and again, again, if you're you're watching this, you're a turtles fan. It's like if this is a portent of things to come. No, it's not, actually. That's thank God it's not all like this. No. It gets close. No, but it gets it gets close. Um So then we get back to present day time, turtles come in. Dancing. Ju- juking and jiving, I guess. Like they were doing in their stage production. Oh Yeah. Oh man. The Turtles on Tour. Oh, coming out of our shells tour. Yeah, if you... Mm-hmm. Ooh. Um, and Splinter looks terrible. Looks terrible, and he sounds like he's been smoking a pack a day since we last saw him. <laughs> it's... The, uh, the guy that, that did the first voice, I really love the original. Kevin Clash? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, just his cadence and... Yeah, I know he was doing an accent, so that's problematic. Yeah, at, at, you know, but at the same time, though, it was a very distinctive 
sound. This guy, James Murray, I mean, he gets close, but he doesn't get there. No. Um, and you can the- tell that he's a puppet. I guess that's the thing, because every time they use his hand, his hand has no movement. It's just a no. hand on a stick. Yeah. It just somehow like- the... Yeah, in the 1990 movie, somehow he actually managed to use a pair of nunchucks and flip Splinter off of, you know, off shredder. of a, a ten, a shred, uh, sorry, Splinter flip, sh- fr- uh, flip Shredder off of like a 10-story apartment. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with me today, but. <laughs> yeah. You know who was good? Mako. Yeah, he played the original Splinter. No, he didn't. He played him in the. Oh, in, the, the, uh, in the 2007 uh, animated. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there's a guy. A, he's he was around in 93. The guy was born in 1933. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he, he was a ripe 60 and could have done the voice of your aged, you know, ninja master. I yeah. Mean, if only they thought of it sooner. Because he, he was awesome in that role, too. Like he was, he was a great, uh, just his voice, eh? and that's all you need him for here. So he's very commanding. So I thought he made a, like a great splitter. So it's too bad that they didn't think of it earlier. They could have got him. Um, and also you can tell it's a puppet because it's like every friggin' television show we grew up with as kids where, oh, look, he's conveniently behind something. So you can't see the, the puppeteer's <laughs> yeah. hand up his ass. He's not yeah, getting he's out there and dancing the with window. the turtles. Yeah, yeah, of this train car. Yeah, he's not out dancing with the turtles. He's, you know, yeah. he's behind this or behind that. Or like, there's one scene where they set it up where him and Casey are sitting. Uh, no, it's him and and uh, Ken are sitting at a table playing chess, and they show Ken making a move. Splinter doesn't move. Yeah, and then. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they cut to Splinter, oh, it's from it's from the chest up. Oh, like, imagine that! Now he's got to do something. So we gotta we gotta sub in the actual talking puppet, like yeah, Queen Pawn to Rook Three, help a brother out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it just and and that's the thing. And this 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 descending budget was doing them no favors. It's usually the opposite, right? Yeah, usually by the time the third one comes around, they have more money than they, than they know what to do with. Yeah, I mean... But Jim but, Henson backed out, or the Henson company backed out. Well, because I think it's because of the deadlines they want them to hit. Probably. I, I had to guess, right? Because they were rushing these things out. Where where was it? When was the second one? When was the second one? Was in, uh, so, 90, and then 91, and then 93. Oh, yeah. they took their time. They took two years. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they had to go on location. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it was... Okay, so we have... Uh, April comes in. She's got some goodies. She's she's apparently going on vacation. And... Yes. She brings... She basically lo- preloads the guys with some stuff. Like, here, I'm going to do all the human shopping for you. And and she found stuff at a flea market, including this, this device, this lamp-looking thing. Yeah, the scepter. Uh, yeah, they call it. It's very unwieldy for a scepter. Yeah, you're supposed to be able to hold a scepter in a hand. <laughs> and because she held it at the same time as someone else did in the past, and they weigh the same, 
they the scepter switches them places, but and switches their clothes, but not their clothes. No, they, it changes their clothes because well, she it, goes. Her clothes stay in the present. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah, and she so she goes naked to the past, but ends up in his clothes, so she doesn't end up naked, and yeah. vice versa. Yeah, yeah, and but I think wasn't there some magic words? And I'm trying to think. There's like she was reading this, trying to read the scepter or something like that, or he was, which activated it. I mean, maybe, but it's not. It doesn't happen the second time. No, that's true. It doesn't. Yeah, you're or right. The it's third just time. displacement. Yeah. As a matter of fact, in the third time, all you have to do, you don't even have to touch it. You can just yeah. touch someone who is touching it. Yeah, that's right. So, it, it, it's all over the place. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's... It, <laughs> Japanese people in feudal Japan speak English? Right. Yeah. How isn't, how isn't <laughs> this a Jabba the Hutt situation wherein... There's one dude that does to because they're brokering deals with the English. That's and they try to pass that off. They there's sort of a dropped line in the background that says, "Well, you know," uh, Donnie says, "I think something like you know, uh, English traders were trying to establish trade routes yeah, with Japan." Yeah. It's like, yeah, but that doesn't mean that 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 they speak English better than they speak Japanese. And. To each other, and also like your your common villager yeah. wasn't really like the guy that's actually growing whatever it is you're trading isn't doing the trading. No, so he's not he's not talking chit chat with some British dude about buying and selling shit. He's busy working. Yeah, and they definitely you know like I mean? you said the, or the they, or the children or the children children the children yeah. would not speak Japanese wouldn't speak English to each other. Yeah. You know, or uh, yeah, or to adults or to anybody, right? That you know, they'd be. It's too far back to think that they would learn. You know, they would all have ESL classes in school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's and if you're my, and if you're white in Japan at that time, you either look like um, a cast off from the three musket from the three musketeers, mm-hmm. or. A Pirates of the Caribbean extra. It, wasn't it though? Like holy shit! Like, <laughs> like, did they not look like Jack's crew? Those two, those two guys that seemed that showed up in all of them. The one guy with the fake, the wooden eye, with the wooden eye. Yeah, yeah. And 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 the other guy, uh, totally could have hung out with Niles here. Like the yeah. three of them could have had you know been having comedic adventures together. Yeah, yeah. Say what's this then? Going off here, the rum, rum and parlay, or whatever. Yeah, you could have had that in this movie. (laughs) I I guess he sails with brigands everywhere he goes, but like he's he's supposed to be the uppity gentleman, and he's got a bunch of ne'er do wells, uneducated ne'er do wells, right? Yeah. And why is it all the adults that like have to be gross? Everybody's gross. It's like if you're not yes. like the main hero or the main bad guy, you're just fucking gross. Yeah, you're just gross. Like like fat stinky jailer guy, uh, fat stinky assistant pirate. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. And then he's like very refined, and he's mm-hmm. smoking the fine cigars and everything else. Yeah, yeah. He he, he paints. Oh, he paints. Uh, yeah, he water paints like. 
Okay. Well, cla- classy AF, yeah. Sure. <laughs> and muskets. Like, were even muskets even around in feudal Japan? Uh, I think so. I, I don't know. So we're talking 17th century here. Well, feudal Japan ended in early 17th century. Oh, early 16th century. Okay, so yeah. Muskets 16th century Spain, yeah. So the Spanish did it, I think. Like, I checked it in, like, the crossover between feudal Japan and the sort of musketeer era was very close, but possible. Well, the first, apparently the first uh, recorded usage of the term musket was uh, in Europe in the year 1499. Evidence of the musket as a type of firearm does not appear until 1521. So they've been around. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right, Google, riddle me this. (laughs) All of of, uh, April's clothes stay. And go on to Kensu. Yeah, luckily she's she's uh, a well dressed gentleman. But her Walkman goes with her. I I don't know. Oh no, it does. <laughs> well, it, oh, sorry, it it does. I just don't know why. Yeah, she was basically wearing it at the time. Yeah, and um, what's the uh. What's the under things situation there? Because <laughs> I don't believe y- young Miss O'Neill was going commando under her stylish jeans and leather coat. <laughs> so does so that imply maybe, that Kensai he, all of a sudden was... He got a little lacy, lacy support. A little, little, yeah, a little, little something up top, a little something at the bottom there. And uh, <laughs> where <is> she... <laughs> Perhaps might have not felt as supported <laughs> in feudal Japan, if you know what I mean. <laughs> sure. She looked like she was. <laughs> yeah. That could just be her. <laughs> as an attractive young woman. Anyway. It's, well, this yeah. is another thing, too, is they watch April disappear. Oh, and, and, and I love how our heroes leap to her rescue when this thing starts going <laughs> off, eh? Yeah. Damn it, boys! Like but Michelangelo thought... looks at this Kensu guy that comes in and goes, "Doesn't his don't his clothes look familiar?" I'm like, "Yeah, they're April's clothes." It's not like she walked around the corner and he came out. You just saw her minutes prior. Yeah. What do you mean? Do they look familiar? Oh, oh! I think that's what in this movie they call a joke. Derek. Oh uh, God, yeah. the jokes in this movie. And the uh, like jokes on jokes on top of jokes like on on top of each other. Yeah, like they were just like, it was it was throw everything against the wall and see what see what sticks, you know. Yeah, I got a couple of those written down here that aren't maybe appropriate appropriate for children, but we'll get to them. I uh, <laughs> one of my notes here just says math. Math. It's right around this part when they get to work trying to solve the problem of what happened to april and you have donnie on his his apple 2c there or whatever he's got going on <laughs> yeah. trying to figure it all out he figures out mathematically and scientifically 
the magic of the scepter. Right. Which, that's like a Marvel principle that is being used now that, you know, what you call magic, we call science. That was introduced in the MCU in Thor as a concept. Here, it's just clumsily used as an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> to be like, uh, he just figures it out. And the and the matter displacement thing. <laughs> I mean, what, what if he just had like a big dinner? Is it not going to work? Like, does he have to go? <laughs> does he have to does go have to do a full? couple? Of, does he have to do a couple of laps around the castle to get down to a page turco? Well, that's what, and this is what doesn't because this involves time travel. So, just because they were all four of them were holding the scepter at the same time, which we don't see them holding it in feudal Japan. Like oh, you mean at the end of the movie? No, 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 at the beginning of the movie. But they must we have... We see Kensei it, having it. We have, we have Kensei... No, yeah, we have... No, but we don't see the guards use it. We don't see the guards... No, after... The, right, after they take away... Yeah, after... We see... Um, we see the daimyo give it to them. That's yes. it, but they leave. They leave. But they leave. And when the turtles show up, they're automatically on horses, which indicates that these guys were all... Touching the the scepter at the same time, while on horseback. That's true, and that also implies that at the end. So what that would imply is that the scepter grabbed four individuals from the future, yeah, who were holding the staff. And also, because there was four individuals holding the scepter in the in the future, right. then it reached out and grabbed the nearest four individuals from the past to equal the matter displacement. I it, would think that's the you, only way it had to work. I would think that the way the way I understood it, you have to be touching the, the scepter, right? But what you're saying implies otherwise. No, no, what I'm you, saying is... Because you're right, because you're right. They they weren't... There's no way they were all riding horses and holding one scepter at the same time. That's what I mean. That, But that's but that's what I'm saying. Is right. They, so they it, would have it, had to have been holding the scepter, all four of them at the same time, which is next to impossible if you're all riding horses. Right. The ho- horses are not that small. No. <laughs> so, so for, just follow me here on this. So that would imply... In order for that exchange to happen, the scepter then would have to magically reach out to the nearest four dudes that approximately equal the body mass of the four turtles and transport four for four. Hang on, follow me now. Yeah. Which would then imply that at the end of the movie, when Michelangelo's reaching out to grab, uh, you know, uh, to grab, uh, I believe it's April's hand to go back to the future... And he misses. The scepter should have reached out and grabbed him. Yeah. But they have it both ways, which they can't. They yeah. break their own yeah. rules right away, as you say. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. That little little bit of a- extra added effect at the at the end could have it could have actually had had the scepter reach out and just grabbed him instead, it would have actually retroactively made the beginning make sense that you don't actually need to be holding the scepter, you just have right. to be in its proximity. But because of the ending, we now know that the four people were on horseback all touching the scepter at the same time. Right. And yes, 
It ha- yeah, which is Im- impossible to do. Like, unless they were a really tight square. You know what I mean? Or they were all standing on the backs of the horses and... Or they had it... Or did does it you is it okay to have ropes maybe that there was four ropes attached to it so they each had a rope and does that extend the reach of the I don't know I don't know it's magic <laughs> I don't think there would be ropes because then the turtles would have ropes right and they didn't have ropes no so so you're you're absolutely right I, and I didn't even think I didn't even think of that I was like oh yeah how's it they end up on horseback I was just like I think the whole time I watched it the first time anyway I was like. Uh, yeah. And I just kept going Ugh, throughout the entire viewing. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was, I, I couldn't believe I found myself too. saying, I, I, I couldn't believe the first time I saw it. I couldn't believe I was, I caught myself saying, "Bring back Token Razor." Oh my god, where's that rematch? Yes, I mean that was dumb, but yeah, Res- resurrect the god, foot I'd again. Watch that again over this. Where's Baxter Stockman? I would take you know? any plot over. Hey. Something got taken from us. Let's go get it. Because that's all that happens in this movie. Yeah. The scepter gets taken. April gets well, taken. It, well, April gets taken. Then the scepter gets taken while they're finding April. And then they, they find, find April. April, but they, allow, they lost the scepter. And they got to find the scepter. And yeah. yeah. And then when they find the scepter, then they lose What's-Her-Face. Uh, Mitsu. Oh, yeah, and then they lose the Who kid. Who is dating the guy that is in the future and is going to come back, and yet Michelangelo wants to stay behind? This What? He's the, you know, they, they paint him as the pizza-loving turtle, but no, he's the horniest turtle. Yeah. Because he spends the first two movies trying to get with April. That He gets, he gets friend-zoned there, zapped to the past. Hey, <laughs> what do we have here? I mean, how serious can you be a guy who just vanished to the future? I mean, <laughs> he stepped out on you like that. I mean, pfft. he left you for a whole other century. Yeah. But I'm here now, baby. It's one of the things I've hated about those Bay movies, too. It's like, I get it. They're teenagers are horny. But this interspecies stuff, like. Yeah, that was really I, creepy. I, it's It always makes me uncomfortable. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. My if it was a more the of an, it, they, it, yeah, it's, they could have made it a lot more innocent than that, where it's just trying to vie for her attention as like a big sister or something. Yeah, but no, 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 they I always have to go, to there. go there, and I don't, and I don't like it. Yeah, I mean that, and it's and it's Megan Fox, right? So it's already hypersexualized, like yeah. So it's like just by her yeah. very presence, yeah. It's like I can't, I can't relate because it's my, it's Megan Fox. Like, yes, she's beautiful, but. Ew. I can, you know what I mean? Well, I can relate as a nah, hu- yeah. as a human male. I can relate. Yeah. If she was a different species. Ah, she's too fake. Okay, well, let's, if she was a turtle, I wouldn't be able to relate <laughs> all of a sudden. Just, yeah. like, just like these guys that have a thing for Lola Bunny. It's like, ah. Yeah. Anywho, Get a life. Yeah. Um... So uh, April being captured in feudal Japan, I think she would be killed as a as a, a white person spy, or possibly married off or sold off. Sold off, married off, killed, burned as a witch. As a witch. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they did Salem shit in feudal Japan, but well, I don't know, but they might have just stabbed her right then and there and be like, ah, witch. 
you know. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Off with her head, you know. Yeah. Or, or you know, concubine, sadly. Yeah. Well, and we find Casey's ancestor. Though this guy, Whit. Yeah. Whit. Yeah. Um, I mean, is he? Plus, we never get... At the end of the first movie... Um, April and Casey are making out. Yep. In the second movie, he's not even in it. Until after she leaves. Oh, in the second movie. No, in the second movie, yeah. he's. They bring in this other kid. Yeah, Kino. Yeah, Kino. And in the third movie, they don't mention anything. I don't think they make it at the end. You know how he got the part of Kino, right? What's that? You know how that kid got the part of Kino, right? Well, he was a turtle in the first one, yeah. Yeah, and he was so good. They're like, yeah, we want you as you. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. Anywho. That, but no. They it, proved so, that yeah, at the, at, Yeah, and at the end of this one, there's no romantic, oh my God, baby, we're, you know, I'm so glad there's you're no back. There's no explanation of where, where they go. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's no explanation of what happened with their relationship. Yeah, and there's no... Not that I was expecting one, but... But there's no... Even there's no reunion. There should be that romantic reunion between Casey and April. Like, oh my, I'm so glad you're back, baby, kind of deal. Or something. Or just something along, you know, to, like, the the guy in the past that looks like Casey. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, that is played by the same guy that plays Casey. Yeah, yeah. He screws them over. Yeah. He sells them out. And then does a save at the end. Which is totally, I don't understand, but whatever. Because I, what's, what's the threat? What's the bad guy's motivation? Because I got lost. So, the, the king. I know the white guy wanted to sell guns to the Japanese king or the Japanese leader. Yeah, yeah. In order for him to. To be, to, yeah. So Norinaga can conquer Japan, and there will, you know, there won't be any more feuding tribes. If he's got the the technological upper hand, he wins all the battles, conquers all the lands. It's all his, right? So it pitches everything against anyone who wants to resist his will. Okay. Right, it's the yeah, it, it, and that's the threat to then the peace-loving people in the villages who start their rebellion, and that's who Mitsu, Mitsu and, is. Yeah, she's it's it's the 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 haves and the have-nots. Right. Well, if the haves get more and get more powerful, then they'll run over the have-nots. Right. Because now all bets are off. It doesn't matter how skilled you are when the gun shows up. Well, add on top of that that. Uh, what's the guy's name? Norin Norinaga. Norinaga. Yeah. Uh, his son is dating Mitsu. Uh, Mitsu. Right. So now we have it's a Romeo a, and Juliet type. A, thing. Exactly. Yeah. 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 She's she's just a lowly villager below his station. And this is before we throw in the turtles. Yeah, we actually have a sort of compelling story without them. Yeah. So I mean, you can have, you you can yeah, have yeah. that movie without the. T- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, feudal Japan, the British invasion, the you know the technological leap to firearms. I mean, it's all compelling stuff. You got a Romeo and Juliet going. You have, like the turtles you have, really don't do anything here other than rescue things and rescue people and get things back that they need. Yeah, they're sort of. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, they don't. There's no one that's really all the better for having known them. Mitsu's a good person. She always was a good person. She doesn't yeah. become better for having known. There's the one person, and that's uh, Yoshi, that the the little kid that Michelangelo saves from the fire, that ends up bonding with Raphael. Or sorry, yeah, the, yeah, why? Mikey, yeah, why Mikey, Raphael? yeah, Mikey saves him, but then he, they bond over like having anger issues. Yeah, which I think was supposed to be more of an arc for Raph. About yeah, because there was right? a temper tantrum at the beginning of the movie for yeah. no reason. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, he's just practicing his sigh work and then just throws a sigh at the at the boombox and kills the music. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's throwing a temper tantrum for no reason and we have no idea why. Well, he says he's frustrated because they can't go anywhere and do anything. And now the Foot Clan are gone. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, ye of short memory, do you remember when you were basically almost beaten to death? Yeah. By the Foot Clan and had to recover in a bathtub for a month? Yeah, it's like, that seems to be the only thing that they can ever do with Raph. They make him angry. Yeah, especially at Leo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Him and Leo butt heads for leadership. That's a classic thing. It's in every iteration, always. And the better just, the better ones I find is when they've uh, the stories because I have read I've dipped back into the comics every once in a while just to see what's going on. Sure, uh, like IDW has the the license right now, and they've done I think over a hundred issues at least. But I have the first uh, fifteen or sixteen of them I got some years ago, and uh, and it's 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 always better when Raph. Well, yeah, he's the short fuse or whatever, but when it's when he's accepted. Like, Leo's going to make all the decisions. He's going to point you like a gun. Like, right. okay, yeah, like, now we're going to go fight those, go, you know, Hulk smash. Like, it's Captain America and Hulk, really. It's yeah. That. Yeah. But these movies always want to bring up his his strife for and, and want for leadership. At least we don't get that throughout this one. Like, he's not constantly bitching no. with Leo about what to do. Yeah. Yeah, that is a welcome change. I'll give it that. Yeah. Um, and I do like that there's kind of a divide between Leo and Donnie and Mike and Raph about, like, Mike and Raph are totally content to just stay. We're welcomed here. People know who we are. We can form relationships. We can, you know, live in clean air and water. I can teach these people how to <laughs> yeah. make pizza. Yeah, Raph goes on this environmental message about, oh, isn't it nice to breathe real clean air and drink water that yeah. isn't polluted? Yeah. Why are you talking about this that's stopping the movie altogether? Yeah, and I find they don't even delve enough into that. Like, Donnie, of course, would mix, miss technology, so he wants to go home. Yeah. Because he does machines, as we know. Yes. And Leo, I, th- I think, and I only, I'm only projecting this from my knowledge of the content, and they don't even say it, but he, of course, has loyalty to Splinter, family, and home. Well, he does. So he the wants right to thing. go back, and he wants to go. Yeah, he wants to go back, and also he knows that there's five displaced people. Yeah, out of their time. So yeah, he wants to do the right thing and get everybody back where they belong in the time streams. So yeah, you know, we don't even go, have to go Doc Brown on him. No, on on yeah. The consequences, Marty. You know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because um, because there would be like a Japanese family in like 1993 where their picture is starting to fade a little bit because Ken was in the future. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and him and him and Mitsu hadn't gotten together yet. Like. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I have one note here. I don't remember specifically where I where I got it from, but um, it could apply pretty much anywhere. The writing and puppetry on is on par with the finest Chuck E. Cheese animatronic show. <laughs> the mouth, it's the mouth, right? It's the, the mouth. Yeah, it's totally the mouth mm-hmm. when they when they start talking. And it just it it moves in a way that looks almost right. It's uncanny valley a little bit, but it's it's obviously wrong. And they you know have I mean? the teeth. There's always been a weird thing about the teeth. Yeah, because they grow human teeth in those turtle heads. Yeah, yeah. You're know. you're right because from the neck down, it's really good. Like I've said, they can hold weapons, use them effectively. Like in that opening montage where they're each, like the 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 the, the you know the bow staff work on Donnie. Yeah, the sword work and the you know what I mean like the yeah they they all look they're moving so well. Yeah, the fight and choreography it's, is, it's is very, pretty good. It's very impressive. Yeah. Uh, so just being able to do that in those suits, you know what I mean? It's, and they don't look as chunky as those guys on the horseback. But yeah, you're right. Once they start talking, it's like ah, can we just get some Foot Clan here for you to beat up and we'll call it a yeah. day? Like that's what or, I was thinking. Or too. that opening battle scene. Why don't you guys just get involved there? Start kicking some ass and maybe not chat as much. You know, yeah. it's just, yeah. Let's just, we came for the ninja part, really. <laughs> when it comes to be your line, just turn away from the camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, I, I Do I the ninja turtle would, thing and nod your head. Just, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Or just nod, be, just nod be your the guy. head and raise your fist. Yeah, you just, <laughs> yeah. Be the guy off screen that's talking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you re- you don't say cowabunga, you turn and look at the guy off camera who said cowabunga. You know? Yeah, <laughs> and then go, maybe do a. Mm, that's it. There you go. Yeah, cut. I agree. Moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ab- absolutely. Oh, um, so this this scene when uh, 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 the British uh, are raiding the village, they're looking for the scepter. Now. Yeah. So that's so now we're in feudal Japan. All of, all of us are in feudal Japan. Uh, and the turtles looking for April and Mikey, and then the the daimyo finds uh, the Noronaga, you know, finds out that his scepter is gone because his son had a temper tantrum. Yes, let's not forget that. By the way, speaking of dealing with anger issues, Ralph should have a talk with Kensei. <laughs> yeah, about his anger issues because he's he kicks off this whole thing. It's his fault. He's trying to rebel against his dad. He throws a temper tantrum, breaks a statue. This relic falls out. He's holding it the same time that April... Well, not at the same time. It's the time stream. He's always going to be holding it at the same time as somebody. And that's my thing. And that's the thing. It's like, okay, do you have to hold it in the same manner and be the same weight? And how then, I guess, nobody has touched it ever since then? What about the shopkeep that... that April O'Neil bought it from. Does, it, does he weigh four hundred pounds, or does he look, or or she yeah. look like Paige Turco? And you know, or was it always wrapped? Or does it matter if it's wrapped in paper? Yeah, or if it's in. Yeah, exactly. Or if you know you're holding mean? it, or if you're holding it upside down, or you know, does yeah. that negate the spell? This, this, whoever this magician was that made this relic was very specific. Yeah, 
creating a thing. Oh, this will transport you through time. As long as you weigh about the same as the other person holding it <laughs> in a certain way and there's no paper in the way. This is a very complicated... Don't mess up my spell. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't fuck but with it my... But it makes you know about this. Shut up, kid. Shut up, kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the kid, the, he's yes. casting the spell and he says, wait! And now all of a sudden it has a wait requirement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing some Japanese guy making a circle in the air. And, yeah, I did little yeah. golden circles in the air and <laughs> with this relic down in front of him there. Which, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> and, uh, uh, where is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and so uh, uh, you have Walker and his crew descend on this village looking for the scepter fire over their heads i'm like yes we get it it's a kids movie yeah hit their sword actually the british invading a helpless japanese village they would not be shooting over their heads they'd be well, shooting it's kind at of them a dumb idea to take all of the warriors in your village out of your village yeah you know what i mean yeah i i don't think they I had a choice you're fighting you're fighting turtle demons that you think you are but um, maybe leave one or two. Well, especially with the guns, right? Like you, yeah. a couple, a couple of, couple of handy shots. You leave those guys to tease the your fat jailer guy. Yeah, and maybe maybe uh, do a little patrol every once in a while. Yeah, there's demons about. Yeah, put up a put up a, a gate, maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's time to have your first gated community. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe a, maybe yeah. a cannon, a battlement, perhaps. A, Japanese HOA, if you will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so you have the patrol, you have the safety patrol. Yeah, yeah. you just have like a Japanese Karen walking around. You don't belong here, oh, Mister no, just... <laughs> Mister American on horseback. You don't belong here. Let me see where you live. Where do you live? Who are you visiting? Who are you visiting? Yeah. Who, oh my God! Oh, he touched me. Oh, I fell down. Oh no! You know? <laughs> <laughs> I am the head of the HOA, <laughs> or the house with the boat underneath it and then the semicircle with a line and a cross and then the whatever the third one is <laughs> Japanese lettering yeah. it's terrible terrible joke I'm just things. letting you hang out there in the window nah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, hang yeah. me out to dry you fucker you put yourself on the line I, yeah, I, I just know. I just went <laughs> and just went <laughs> closed pins <laughs> closed pin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I was thinking of those guys in the police looking cars that patrol the neighborhoods in the gated communities, you know, to make sure to make sure there's no ne'er do wells. Yeah. I just put a guy at the booth. Yeah. You know, at, the, at the gate, you know. Get I'm chunky sorry, jail. If you're not on the list, I can't let you in. Yeah. Uh, oh, you if yeah. if your name's not on the scroll, I can't let you in. Yeah. What what hut did you say you lived in? Hang on, I'm gonna go call him real quick. <laughs> hey! You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send my pigeon down if he's not back in five minutes. I can't let you in. I can't let you in. Sorry, that rules are rules. I'm sorry. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm the one with the clipboard and a scroll. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so we get to yeah. So we're in the village. Mikey's in the village, and the house catches on fire. This is when we meet young uh, Yoshi. Yes. Who is not eating eggs and spitting them back out. Anyway. 
Um, well, I read in the I, I was reading in the MDB um, trivia, and I don't know where they got this, but they kind of linked Yoshi to Hamato Yoshi. Excuse me. They were trying to link this kid to being one of Splinter's ancestors. Splinter's master's ancestor. Yes, sorry. Well, it depends on which version. There's two versions. One, he's a rat that mutated that learned from Hamato Yoshi. Yes, and that's and other the versions, movie. he is Hamato Yoshi who mutated into, yeah. into a rat. Yeah. So they were saying this is an ancient ancestor of they Hamato were, Yoshi? Well, they were sly about it. They, they kind of like, they pointed, excuse me, they pointed to it, but then said, but it's unconfirmed that this has anything to do with Hamato Yoshi. Uh, well, it, uh, okay. you, it would have been if it was uh, Lord Saki. Okay. Or as in Oroku Saki, the ancestor of the, of the Shredder. Of the Shredder, yeah. If it, if it had been Lord Saki, you know, against... Yeah, maybe. Y- with Yo- Yoshi and Saki, then now we're yeah. talking, right? Like... <laughs> Well, it's bad enough that April's in the in the jail and she sees a rat. She goes, "Yeah, you look familiar too." Oh, oh good lord! Jesus. Jesus Christ! Yeah. And I had to roll my eyes too, just going back a bit when they uh, when they escape through the through the sewer. When they save April the first time, yeah. the first time. Um, and Donnie helps her up and falls over, and then he says, "Help! I'm a turtle and I can't get up." I'm like. For kids. Yep. For kids. Because kids are going to get that reference. You know what I mean? We did see it during our shows. But it was always a reference for us. It was a commercial. It was a commercial. I never saw the commercial. I did see much later. Yeah, I saw I, I actually, later. I was around when the commercial was on. All I remember is that being a reference when I was a kid. Yeah, no, no. I, I remember the actual commercial. And to be honest, as a kid, that's when you have the action figures out. Until the show comes back. That's when yeah. you're, you're pew-pewing on the couch until the, the... They always had those little... You know what I'm talking about? Those little like little musical beats. Like in, if for Turtles, it was... I mean, they're back. Yeah. So the kids would snap to attention and watch the show. Yeah. Mom and dad could, you know, didn't have to watch the medical alert bracelet alarm thing commercial anymore. The kids are back now. You can stop playing with your toys. Yeah. Yeah. You would hear, we now return to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The yeah. Weird yeah. voice guy. Yeah. Um, da, 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 da. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, the other one I have is when April is converting her dress to shorts. Her well, her 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 um, robes to a mini skirt, mini skirt, um, and they're getting horny over her legs, mm-hmm. and and they make a swing reference. Oh my god, they make a Wayne's World reference. <laughs> it's like, which was out in the previous year. Wayne's World came out in '92, so that means they pulled this reference while filming. But it, for kids, <laughs> right? You're right because sorry, Ninja no, Turtles kids do not know what Wayne's World is. Yeah, 
Right. The Ninja Turtle kids were not old enough to stay up and watch Saturday Night Live. No. Which, even predating the movie. Yeah. In which the swing was. Swing yeah, came from. yeah. So this is a bunch of older dudes on the set saying, wouldn't it be funny if he did the thing? <laughs> that Mike Meyer, that, you know, that the kids obviously went to see in the theater last year. Yeah. No. They weren't old enough. <laughs> oh, we're going to be so funny. Let's put in a swing reference. We put in a boner joke. For, uh, but you know what, though? It, it's, it's done all the time, right? You give, you throw in those jokes for the dads that are taking their kids to the movie. Yeah. yeah. It's done all the time. But We've sometimes it it's not appropriate. And it's not appropriate to do a swing. Honestly, I, I was a little... Uh, don't get me wrong. Her legs are fantastic, but I was like, do they need to go there? It's not much. I mean, what? it's not... You know, it's it's not like she's under the waterfall, you know, pushing her hair back and leaning back and sticking her breasts out. You know what I mean? And no, it's true. They could have gone way where she could have fallen in the water and then get up and... Boom, boom, oh, yeah. <laughs> bow, bow. Do, bow, bow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They didn't do that, but no. they were kind of getting there with her, like making a mini skirt. All of a sudden, now she's gonna and socks and sandals, even in feudal Japan, guys. <laughs> what are you doing here? That just made that just did not complete the look for me. I was not. It took me out. <laughs> well, the, the other thing too is, um, uh, is Raph and Donnie get into an argument, and Donnie's like, Raph is like, oh, the clean water and everything else, and Donnie's like, what? So you think you should, we should migrate? Turtles don't migrate. Birds migrate. I'm like, to the internet. Sea turtles migrate thousands of miles at each year. They do. They do. <laughs> they do. So, but, eh, that, but then again, then again, that's that's you know that's Toka. That's a snapping turtle, not sea turtle. Oh, that's true. He was. Yeah. I thought that. I'm sure. There were, if I go back, there was one, I think. Anyway. But if you, but if I can just come back in here and just say... Oh, you're we'll going to add Johnny Donnie? <laughs> well, actually, they do they do migrate, so... One uh, subspecies uh, of turtle yeah. actually migrates. Uh, Fact check. Fact <laughs> check. <laughs> and like you said, that what's not what he was saying. He's like, uh, it's fucking clean here. We live in sewers of New York fucking city. Yeah. One of the more densely populated cities in the world, and That's we live where all the shit goes. You live in the sewers of New York City, and yet you're disgusted by a little bit of mud? Oh my god, yeah. That was a weird scene. And I, I'm totally surprised that actually happened. I'm like, they can actually get those suits wet? Uh, yeah. I imagine they were cleaned off immediately. Yeah, yeah. Or replaced. Yeah. Um, so I want to go back to the village attack. Yeah. So, first of all, I don't know how Mikey makes it in and out of a burning building. Did you notice the kid was on fire? When I did. I was just gonna. Say, Man, you stole Thank my you. note. Sorry. That's exactly what I'm, I was trying to get. I've been trying to get this for the last ten minutes. Yeah, his foot's on fire. Yeah. The or the doll well, that he's holding. The, whatever. The quote unquote. Kid, yeah. 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 I never and noticed then, that the first time. I was like, "Holy shit, that kid's on fire!" And then Leo does mouth to mouth. April's right there. I yeah. Human I mean? mouth to human mouth. She doesn't know CPR. Like <laughs> Okay, like I know you you make them 
want to do it. But if you're going to have that thing with Raph, why not have Raph do it? So they bond. Yeah. 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 My, Mikey and Raph save him. He bonds with Raph. Yeah. Like, but yeah. Yeah. Or, or have him bond with Mikey at least, you know, like it's weird that Raph's not involved in his rescue and yet is the one that ends up closest to him. It's very yeah. odd. Yeah. It's very, very odd. Yeah. Um, I also was very interested in the comic book that they open on a scroll. The legend, uh, yes, the, yes, yeah, the, the legend of the demons that overthrew Nornaga's ancestors, implying, perhaps, that the turtles will in the future go into yet another adventure, another past. In- Further back in the past, now generations before Lord Norinaga, and beat the shit so out of his like great grandfather or something like that. Basically, what you're saying is this has happened before, or will happen. It's happened because no, it has to it has to have already have happened, right? But well, using the I'm going to try it now using the end game rules. Your future when your fu- when you go into the past, your future becomes the past. Meaning that the turtles, in the turtles we meet in the present, go back into the past to this time period, right? Right. But since there's already a legend of them being further back in the past, they then have to return to their present, and then sometime down the road have to go further back in the past for that legend to have started. Right, but because there's a legend in the past. They must have already happened in the past past. Except that in in for these turtles, it hasn't happened yet because they haven't gotten to that point where they've gone then back into the past. Right. Into the further past. This is why you don't do time travel. <laughs> yeah. Because they already set up another time travel movie, which is almost going to be exactly the same thing. They go back and they overthrow this guy's like great-grandpa or something like that. Yeah. For... Reasons. What does April find? Hey, I, I I know you told me not to go back to that flea market, but this guy had a shiny bobble and oh no, you know, like <laughs> yeah. not again. I just got this new Walkman. <laughs> it has CDs I now. <laughs> I know you told me not to buy anything from that creepy guy that I bought the same thing from last time, but he gave me a free Frogert <laughs> and this little um and choice of topping. And this this little uh, then this little creature they say duck to get him wet after midnight yeah. or something or don't feed him anyway I gotta go bye I'm going to the past yeah there's your crossover same same creepy store <laughs> they keep getting shit from sends him on adventures yeah yeah that's Holy bad. Bad. yeah that's bad yeah but it's it's very interesting they kind of already imply that these guys have gone back or will in their timeline go back in the pa- further back in the past again. To, now they kind of have to. Yeah. And now that they know, will they will they change it? They actually need Doc Brown to... <laughs> yeah. Marty, you got to help me. There's these four turtles that have to go back into feudal Japan. No, before feudal Japan, you know? Like. <laughs> <laughs> Great Scott. <laughs> um, this castle has the only dungeon that has a lock on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You ever notice that? Yeah. 
It's like, they're like, what? People have to ask to get in? So the yeah. guys on the inside can get out, but the guys on the outside can't get in? Say, what's the password? <laughs> yeah, swordfish. Damn it! <laughs> Wait, what? Why do the guys on the inside have the keys to the door, at least to the outside? <laughs> what? I, 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 me and all of my people have trained to be deadly weapons with our fists and feet, but we can't get past this bamboo. <laughs> <laughs> I trained where I can break bricks with my forehead, but damn it, this bamboo is hard. Oh, there's bamboo and straw. And straw. Again, April, who's learned a couple of moves, apparently, because she did kind of get, was able to tussle a little bit with somebody. I can understand maybe she can't, but no one else can fucking kick out of a bamboo. Yeah, Wit can't. Wit can't, He's a fighter. Yeah. He's got legs. Just start booting. It's bamboo. Yeah. They're not iron bars. This is crazy. Because uh, Buddy's got to sleep sometime. When's, what happens? When, does he take a shit right there too and watch you? Yeah, <laughs> you know <what> I mean, like <laughs> it's insane. Uh, I, I and did you notice the lighting changes? Like it's a play towards the end. Oh, when they had the orange light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, when when Michelangelo descends from above, it's like they just the lighting just changes, like yeah, the, yeah, it changes to, from orange to regular to like oh, oh, like he's descending from heaven, like yeah, yeah. That was my thing. If Mikey was Kenshi, the last one to come back to ancient Japan, uh, no, is random dude. Okay, but that's the thing. If he's the last one to come back, that means he has to be the last one holding the scepter. Right? So, wait, who? He who? Random dude. Yeah. So he took the, right? yeah, he takes the scepter and runs. No, no. In, in the future he does, but he eventually comes back and, right? And then they get Michelangelo back, right? So after the... So after Michelangelo comes back, it stands to reason then that because Michelangelo came back on his own, yeah, that the guy that ran off and ran up the ladder would be the last one to come back to Japan, correct? Yes. yes. And so that means that Kenshi came in with the other three. Yeah. Right? When the other three came back with April, Yeah, because right? he, he swaps with April again. Okay. So if that's the case, then why does Kenshi... Why in the scene do we see Mitsu and his and her son or her brother or little brother or whatever Yoshi is? They leave a room, there's lightning, and then all of a sudden Kenshi walks out with the scepter. Right. Uh, so, yeah, there should have been two lightning strikes. One with the when four of them come, and then one when random dude comes back. Right, but that's the thing is, Kenshi should not be holding the scepter at all, unless he unless he grabs it from random dude as soon as he gets as soon okay. as he changes places. But but he comes. But we know that there's. Well, I guess there's. There, depends. In I was going to say there's time in between because he runs off with it, but time is kind of irrelevant in that kind of situation. irrelevant when you're in feudal Japan, but. 
Because Mikey's just holding the scepter, waiting for random dude to get a hold of it at that point. Right. He's in the. I mean, in feudal Japan, he's holding. He does eventually get the scepter to then switch places. With random dude. Right, but almost immediately after the lightning, yeah, Kenshi walks out, meets up with Mitsu. Yeah, but because it's it's time, and it's with hundreds of years in between, those few moments don't really matter. So potentially, for all intents and purposes, they came back almost at the exact same time. Yeah. Okay. Just throwing that out there. I thought that was weird. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was weird. Because you're, you're right. Because then Kensei comes out holding it. He's not the last one in. Yeah. Because April went with the original, with the first group. Okay, group A, you're going now. Group B will begin boarding <laughs> in just a few moments, you know. And why did they have 60 hours? That I could not get. Uh, they put Donnie an just says arbitrary that. clock. Why? What is it? They they could have done something like link it with the aligning of the planets and this thing works. Or the full moon and this thing works. Or they could, you know what I mean? They could have had some, they could have come up with some sort of magical reason why it only, it's not constantly transporting people back and forth through time, the time stream. Hey, what's this? Bang! You know what I mean? And you, you all of a sudden switch places with someone in the past. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, well, actually, I think I just answered my own question. Now I think about it. In the past, it was actually hidden in a statue, so there was no other party holding it. Right. So at least it wouldn't constantly be going off because it's not constantly in somebody's hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In both timelines, you know what I mean? In both points in time, there isn't someone... Con- hey, what's this? Bang! Hey, where did Johnny go? Bang! You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> All of a sudden, J- feudal Japan is, is littered with New York City tourists from 1993, you know? <laughs> but it's a good thing that no one weighs the same as the old man who hit it in the floor. Oh, I know. Like, yeah, like, good thing him you and Splinter I mean? aren't the same size or something. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. Let me hold on to that. Bang! You know, like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And although that's the way to get him in the adventure, but then you got Casey Jones babysitting all on his own, so... Oh, uh, not got boring. I mean, talking about padding out a movie. Hey, Casey, teach these Japanese guys how to play hockey. Yeah. Oh, look, and they show fight. Them, show them what oh, look, they fight because that's what they saw on TV. Oh, look, they're having too much fun at the bar in the arcade. They don't want to go home. (laughs) (laughs) And why don't we get the body switch with Wit and Casey Jones, where he ends up in in feudal Japan and getting mistaken for this brigand who betrays everybody? Uh, Yeah, too much. Too much for the stupid movie. Right, my bad. <laughs> Sorry, I thought of a halfway I mean, decent idea. <laughs> no, 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 because then it do with that sequel bait. They already did it. They got to go back and beat up Noronaga's <laughs> great grandpappy. I know. <laughs> I guess Casey will just ride along for that one. You know, like yeah. April. April, you you's got to go last time. I'm going this time. Yeah. 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 No. 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 Thanks. Uh, anything else? Uh, no, no. I mean, I, I, I honestly I didn't have a whole lot because I was just looking at this going like. Bar? Yeah, <laughs> like this. Yeah. Me too. Me too. I, I was 
so happy to be rooted in the original comics and stuff that made it cool, which then got the notice, which then turned it kitty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was kind of just not too far from me is the original source book for the Palladium game, which has all the fun imagery in it. And the... <laughs> Honestly. Nerd. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I, I think I told this story on this show before. I don't know, but I actually got to meet Kevin Eastman. I think you told this story. Maybe you did. Well, may I close with it real quick? Sure. I, despite all this, what we just talked about. Yeah. <laughs> I know it wasn't his fault. <laughs> yes. They made a sh- they cashed in, made a shit ton of money on what was a crazy idea. Yeah. That somehow took off. And that, uh, so I waited, I was at, uh, in Ottawa, uh, Comic-Con. He was on the bill. He, he wasn't even on like the main, like all the main, with all the main celebrities and stuff like Ming-Na Wen, I think was there that same year. And, uh, you know, different actors and actresses and stuff like that. Lou Ferrigno, you know, and then at the, at one of the, the larger tables for like creators, is Kevin Eastman and I, I, my nephew was there with me. Now, when I say nephew, he, I mean the kid's now in his thirties, so he was. It's not like he's like a, I'm not dragging around a six year old to meet Kevin Eastman, who has no idea what's going on. Right. So he had the best laugh watching me meet a hero, so to speak. Right? Because I'm just, as they say in wrestling, marking out. I'm all excited. I'm like, I can't believe I'm going to get to meet this guy because I've been reading his stuff and. You know, it was part of all the turtle hype and all that back in the day. Sure. And I remember trying to think of something to say, and I hope this was original enough that, you know, it wasn't just some sort of trite yada, yada, yada. But all I can think of to say to him when I finally got up and shook his hand is you had a crazy idea and you went for it. Thank you so much. And without missing a beat, he looked at me and said, no. Thank you. Because without you, when you were a little kid, and without you and guys like you, I yeah. wouldn't be here today. And, yeah. and then he drew. So what I did was I, I bought a comic book. It was a, it was one of the modern IDW ones. But they, they every once in a while, uh, comic book companies would do this thing. They would have an alternate variant cover where all it is is the title of the comic book. Not, okay. even, not even colored in. And then the rest of it is just a white sheet. It's just a white cover. So the alternate cover, you can just make your own. You can draw whatever you want. Okay. So I found this in the comic book stacks before going to see Eastman. And I was like, would you sign this for me? He actually drew for me a turtle head as we're talking. He just quickly sketched. So I have basically like a one of one sketch. Oh, nice. And he's, and then he signed it. And he's like, thanks, Kevin Eastman. I was like, and I, I was losing my shit, and my nephew's giggling. She's like, he's like, oh my god, I can't believe this is. What, oh my god, oh my god. He's, yeah, he's and like, he's, he's gonna drive me home. He's, he's like, oh, I'm glad I brought my own car. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm glad I'm not a six year old. He's dragging around all this anyway. But yeah, no, but it was yeah, I, I, because I, I, it was one of those things like you kind of get your autograph, you say a couple of words, then you have to move on, right? Because there was a huge lineup yeah. behind me. Sure. Yeah. Like there was a girl in front of us who got like a cosplay sword signed by the other create creator Peter Laird, who unfortunately was fighting his fighting illness, so he doesn't go out on the road. And so to complete 
her little thing there. She wanted she you know Kevin Eastman to sign it as well, right? It's, I think yeah. it's like a Leonardo replica sword or something. Um, yeah, but anyway, so that was that was my big turtle moment was actually got, getting to meet one of the co-creators, and he couldn't have been a nicer guy. You know, he could have been like, "Really, you're how old?" <laughs> and and still like the stuff, but he was like, "No, dude, like." Thanks, because of crazy kids like you, I have a career. So, <laughs> so can I tell you my crazy turtle moment? Ooh, yes. Um, one day I was uh, just at home watching TV in the living room, which faces the front of our house, and there was obviously someone dressed up in a teenage mutant ninja turtle costume. I think it was Raphael, mm. and he couldn't find the house he was looking for. Oh no. So he was just wandering the sidewalk, like looking at all the different house numbers, trying to find the house that he was supposed to show up to the party for. The, oh, this was like a one of your neighbor's birthday party thing. Yeah. It was going to have a ninja one of the neighbor's kids guest? had a birthday party. They're supposed to have like Raphael show up to the birthday party, and he parked down the street, changed into his costume, and he was supposed to walk up to the front door or something, but he couldn't find it. He kept walking <laughs> back and forth, <laughs> and I didn't even care. That much to figure to just keep watching him to find out if he ever made it. <laughs> so I don't know if he ever made it. So hopefully do, he did. Do you just get the one, or do you get all four? I wonder. No, he just got the one. So there wasn't like three other dudes that actually made it to where they're supposed to I go. I have no and idea. He, and then Raph was just not here. Sorry, dudes. Raph will be here any minute. You know, like <laughs> they're trying to stall for time. Dude, call his mom. <laughs> should we? Should we go ahead and do thing? No, we can't do the thing. We need all four of us. Raph's not here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's not drunk on the couch again, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you see that little <clears throat> April he left with last night? Like. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, he had too much of that uh, <coughs> special training from Splinter last night. Yeah, yeah, he, he had uh, a little too much <coughs> pizza last night, and uh, yeah. he uh, isn't doing so hot. Uh, too many anchovies, di- little dudes, you know. He smoked too much uh, penicillin. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what it was. Uh, too many uh, mushrooms on his pizza, <coughs> if you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's a couple of things on this movie. On some DVD and Blu-ray cases of this movie, instead of a scepter, there's a sword. Oh, uh, this alludes to an earlier plot involving a magic sword instead of a scepter. Well, yeah, because they do make a bit a bit of a deal over the sword that Kensei has at the beginning of the movie, which is promptly dropped. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And and I think too, where it was supposed to be highlighted, there's a fight scene between you know you have Leo, who's the sword master, against Lord Norinaga. They clash swords, and I think there was supposed to be something special about the sword Norinaga's using. Maybe. Right? Which is why you poignantly have the Swordmasters fighting each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is also the only live-action Turtles movie where a theme song was not specifically written for it. Well, Goeth Ninja Goeth is probably not. Because <laughs> you had T-U-R-T-L-E power. Yep. And, obviously, the Ninja Rap. Ninja Rap, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So... Um, well, yes, but that finding but, a song for this one, but well, no, but that kind of was smart because it they, they it ties into they have the, the 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 pipe, you know, the the pan pipes and 
strings and the kind of that classical style of music you associate with feudal Japan, right? Like Yeah, the, but that's the one thing I love about the 80s and 90s is you would have a song that basically described the plot of the movie. Yeah, like Ghostbusters. <laughs> Ghostbusters, Back in Time. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, T-U-R-T-L-E, Power does it perfectly. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. So, but... Well, you can blame. You know, you can blame for that is Tim Burton because he didn't. Ha- he didn't have anyone. Uh, right. This is the Batman. This is the Batman. He's gonna kill the Joker. Da-da-da-da. You know, like there's yeah. no lyrics to that. <laughs> but as always on the show, we try to find the real story behind the story. Mark. To be honest, I was sort of deflated by the end of this, and I didn't write an or is it. However, during our discussion, I did come up with one. We came up with one. Really, this is actually like a decent story set up possibly for a feudal Japan story about guns coming into an otherwise gunless environment and what that does to upset the balance of power. More of a, more of a documentary than anything. And then the turtles drop by, but without, <laughs> but you know what I mean? It was the setup for like, like maybe some guy couldn't get his documentary made. And they're like, well, <laughs> I'm working for these guys over here on the toilet. You're saying this was ripped off from the History Channel's, <laughs> the prehistory channel, the prehistory channel. If you, yeah, yeah, the history of the Geo. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe this was the impetus for the History Channel, where some guy's sitting on his couch with his six-year-old, going, "Harumph! This is not how it went down." I'll tell you. Oh boy, I'm going to start a whole TV show, and I'm going to tell you. Clack, clack, clack. Yeah, clack, 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 clack. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Get on his typer. You know, I'll tell you how it is, or how it was. Well, I just have an alternate title here. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Uh, this should be called uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 MacGuffins in Time. <laughs> yeah. Because they're always after something, whether it's April, whether it's the Scepter, whether it's April again, whether it's Mitsu or the Scepter again. They're always chasing a MacGuffin. And th- there's something that in the later versions they always do. And I, I was kind of hoping they had the wherewithal to do it in this one. I wanted to see April pull out just a few, like, sweet ninja moves. Be, you know I mean? Showing that, that through the passage of time, she's actually studied a little bit with them and learned a few things. You know I mean? She lives in a tough city. In that first movie, she gets accosted by a foot member. So you would think that by the third movie, she could throw a punch, maybe a kick here and there. Like She walks up to Wilson and just goes, I have a message for you. Shut it. Yeah. <laughs> Slap. Shut Slap. it. At least a ball kick or something, right? Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to pretty much do it for Teenage Mutant Turtles 3. Uh, I'm Derek. I mean, Mark. Join us next time. We'll take a look at the story of a football player who eats six sandwiches and turns down another when offered. Warren Beatty stars in Seven Can Wait. <laughs>